Hey, Hoagie's Garage. What's up, Tope? Damn windy today. Oh my gosh. It's crazy the way the wind can blow. It ain't gonna be any better tomorrow the way it sounds, but. No, no, not at all. And cold. Yeah, you know? well, chilly. Well, it ain't cold. Two counties north of us is winter weather advisory. Well, yeah, but that's not us, yeah. so we're good. All right. I just got to give a little shout out to you tonight, bud. What for? Well, you line this stuff all up. You get a hold of people. You make up questions. All I got to do is drive over here and talk. So I says, <laughs> you do way more for this than I do. I just wanted to let people know that how that works. So Well, and I'll be honest, there's... There's a shout-out I have to do because Kurt Dornerward got me uh, Mike Sweeter, I believe is his name. I'm not, if I say that wrong, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike, but uh, uh, he kind of got me set up with tonight's guest. So, oh. yeah, I had kind of been reaching out through him. You know, our only way to get out to people, because obviously I don't have their cells, <laughs> no, no. is, you know, through Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and uh, they weren't responding, and uh, Mike's like, hey, you know, I know them. Let me see if they would be willing to be on. And, and sure enough. Henceforth, we got Carson McCarl tonight. Got Carson McCarl on. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I've enjoyed them all so far. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's just going to be fun to hear the family business a little bit and how they divide everything up and yep. what they do. And um, yeah, it's going to so, be fun. Yeah, we'll see so. what happens here in a little bit when we get back with Carson. All right like to thank Octane Inc. from T, South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. Hey, we're here with uh, Carson McCarl. How you doing tonight, Carson? I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing? Good. Really good. Is it windy down there too? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. It's here in heck these last couple days. The whole state sucks in this, <laughs> this week. <laughs> uh, at least absolutely. we don't have snow, so we're good there. Hey, Carson, just give us a little update about yourself uh, and your family, if you would. Uh, yeah, you know, we're just uh, all getting geared up. You know, we've already, you know, all of us have already started, you know, our our 2022 season here, but kind of just getting geared, you know, geared up for the Midwest portion, you know, coming up here in a couple of weeks with Knoxville and everything like that. Uh, we're supposed to race Burlington this weekend, Saturday 360 show, but uh, the weather's not looking too good. It's supposed to. I think it actually is supposed to snow there a little bit uh, Friday night or something like that. So it's not looking too good. But uh, you know, we've all, we've all you know been going pretty good so far. You know, my dad's got a couple wins already this year, and uh, um, I was really strong. You know, felt really good down there at East Bay, and uh, got the race uh, Cody Ledger's car last week at I eighty, and then uh, Austin's been going strong out uh, west in the eighty eight car. So 
but uh, we've all been kind of doing this random stuff lately, and uh, it's all going to come, uh, you know, to Knoxville and Houston, you know, these next couple of weeks, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, so are we. <laughs> Absolutely. We're ready for the instead season of, to start. Instead, instead of, of sitting in our garage watching them, yeah. we'll much rather be smelling the alcohol. <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah so uh, my wife Peyton finally got to go to a race last week she's been itching for a while so you didn't miss out here she missed out on florida and texas so uh i think uh, i'm really excited uh you know uh, knoxville and houston i think it's going to be an exciting year i think there's going to be a lot of good cars and you know i'm really pumped up for it good good to hear um so yeah, obviously, you know, everybody knows your family is all, you know, you talked about that, they're all into racing and stuff, but why did you start? Was it, was it your dad? I mean, did you just love the racing or is it just, how did that all come about? Oh, you know, absolutely. You know, with my growing up and, you know, my dad's been, uh, uh, as far as I remember, you know, as far as being as far back as I can remember, you know, he's been a professional sprint car driver. So that's all, you know, that's all I've wanted to be my whole life is, you know, a sprint car driver just like him. So, you know, we're working closer towards that goal you know every year but uh you know there was uh never a time in my life where you know i thought about doing anything else and you know i don't i don't even remember when i decided i wanted to be a race car driver i just i always have since day one so um, i'm really excited for you know what we've been able to do these last couple of years and getting to race more and more and uh hopefully we can keep on you know keep doing that and getting to travel more and uh you know make a living out of this deal so did did you start out the traditional route like in go karts or did you just jump right into a sprint car? No, so uh, so you know when I was a kid, probably nine, ten years old, yeah, I started in go karts. But you know, uh, my dad was always you know racing himself all summer long. So uh, we, me and Austin, had a couple go karts, and uh, we would go do about two or three uh, indoor shows in Waterloo, Iowa, some coke syrup racing. Yep, and. Uh, you know, we did that for a few years, and, you know, uh, we just, you know, with my dad racing all the time, we just didn't really have anybody to take us racing during the summer, you know, so we would do that every year, and then uh, when I think I was 12 and Austin was 14, uh, we got some micros and started racing down at uh, English Creek, down there, English Creek Speedway, just uh, south of Knoxville a little more, and uh, my uncle, Kenny McCarl, uh, and Glenn Freeland took care of the cars and, you know, took us racing every weekend, and we had a lot of fun, so... Uh, did that for a few years, and, uh, you know, after that, you know, I, I was probably 14 uh, uh, when I got out of micros, and then, you know, I raced for a couple of years uh, in sprint cars and 305s when I was, you know, 15, 16, and then ever since then, just been kind of bouncing around rides and bouncing around cars, and, you know, off we went, I guess. You bet. What, what uh, with all the racing you've been doing, what is your favorite racetrack? Do you have My a favorite, favorite one, or absolutely, it's Houston Speedway, of course. Oh, that a boy, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and why is uh, it? Because uh, it's. I mean, I I think Houston's is, you know, the best track in the Midwest, maybe even in the country. You know, it's uh, it's a, it's just crazy. It's uh, you know, it's pretty high banked and it's very narrow. It's very tight. It's uh, you know, it's just. You know, racing there is insane. It's some of the most intense racing I think you'll ever see. And if you, you know, have the opportunity to race, I think, you know, you know, the most intense you'll ever be a part of, you know, lap traffic and everything just comes at you so fast and everything's going. And you just don't really have that much room to operate. You know, it's, you know, you, a lot of people don't really think about it, but it is, it's a very narrow racetrack and uh, it just makes everything a lot harder. And, but I love it. You know, I haven't, unfortunately, I, I've ran second there about 
between 360s and 410s, I think about four times now and um, haven't been able to get that win. So I just, maybe that's why I just, I'm itching and dying to get a win there so bad that, you know, Houston's is where I put, you know, a lot of my focus. So uh, I just, I, I really love racing there. I love coming up there every week. The fans, honestly, I think, I think the fans up in Sioux Falls are probably the closest thing, you know, anyone has to about Pennsylvania fans as far as being, you know, diehards and come to the races every week and their passion for the sport. So I just, I love coming up there, the fans, the track, you know, uh, I got a lot of sponsors and partners from up there. So I just, I have a great time every time I come up, you know, whether we, you know, do good or not. So I just, I just, I love the place. And, uh, you know, when, when it, especially I think maybe because it got took away from us for a few years, you know, you never really know how much you love something until it gets taken away from you. <laughs> when you got the truth. And when it got taken away from us, I mean, that was, that was devastating. And, you know, to go, you know, three years without it, you know, just really, you know, showed how much, you know, that, that track means to uh, not just all of the race fans, but, you know, my family too, you know, my dad's got a lot of records there and, you know, a lot of wins. It's uh, that track's a big part of our family. So I wanted to see it, you know, be successful and, and go on forever. So that's, it's definitely my favorite track. And I, I love Knoxville too, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, but I think, you know, Houston's is, uh, Houston's is one of those tracks. It's, it's so technical and so tricky that, you know, if you can get around Houston's, you can pretty much get around anywhere. Yeah. You know, this weekend you were, you were racing, but we're sitting in here watching devil's bowl down in Texas. Nope. And that, that wasn't even worth watching. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was, it was just driving around the half mile track as fast as you can go. And whoever was up front was most likely going to win. And that, uh, yeah, I, I saw that. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just, uh, watched that. I watched the highlights at first. Then I went back and, uh, watched the full feature and everything. And it looked terrible for everybody that wasn't Brent Marks. I yeah, mean, he, yeah, was, pretty he much. was operating good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, I think he would disagree with you. I think he's think the track was all right, but it was impressive to see, you know, how good, uh, you know, his car was maneuvering, you know, through the traffic and everyone else was getting so tight, you know, it seemed like he left himself loose enough and, was able to do stuff other guys weren't so but uh yeah you know it goes like that sometimes you know oh, one yeah. lane uh you know devil's bold i mean it's uh it's that's it's a tricky track you know with uh i've never been there but everyone talks about the different elevations between the front straightaway and the back straightaway yep. and stuff yep. like that you got you go up and downhill so it's a it's a tough race racetrack but uh i i've never done track prep or anything like that i've definitely been critical on people time you know from time to time you know but uh, i've never done it so i guess i can knock it but i don't know if, i don't know if it rained did it rain yes yeah it had rained the night before so yeah. the track oh, was heavy okay okay yeah okay i wasn't sure if they just overwatered it or if it rained or whatever but um i mean heck i'll take i'll take rubber down or you know heavy racing or you know of, of spring cars over much race or anything else anyway so i'll, I'll take it yeah. yeah it's still it's still a circle tracking on the dirt so i mean we weren't <laughs> complaining a lot but it just wasn't the best race so far this year yeah and i guess a little bit where i was going to go with that is at Houston's, even on their worst nights you know with track prep or whatever i mean it happens there's still passing going on at Houston's because it is such a short track yeah, you know, honestly, I was uh, I was kind of getting on them at the beginning of the year, you know, for getting it, you know, so heavy and stuff. And I just think they're really worried about it possibly laying rubber and stuff like that. But, you know, for me, honestly, if it lays rubber, if you give us a nice slick track with the top and bottom 
and it happens to lay rubber with five laps to go. You know, to me, that's that's there's no problem with that because you know half the time it's the guy running third or fourth that finds the rubber first, and yep. you know can make it interesting. But I just I like being able to maneuver and be able to move around and stuff. A lot of times, uh, you know, at Houston, it's when it's really heavy like that, those heat races can be sketchy and. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just you got about a corner to make something happen, and then it gets really tough after that. You got to yeah. make some drastic then moves. Just follow the leader after that again. You know, that's, yeah, that's your then, you know, typical heat race get, on most tracks, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, when you do get close to somebody, uh, it's so tight. You know, you got to maybe make a a drastic move. You wouldn't really want to in a heat race, but you got no choice. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Houston does a pretty good job. You know, three quarters of the time. Yeah, and uh, you know, I. Uh, and even even when it is heavy, um, I think you get the traffic, and it still makes it interesting. You know, it might be not might not be the most fun for us drivers out there, you know, and and car owners and stuff like that. But uh, as far as the fans go, you know, it still it still makes it tricky and interesting. So I'll uh, I'll take it on any day. Heavy, slick, you know, it don't matter to me. It's the same for everybody. Someone's got to win, so you know, might as well be me if I can. Yeah, not not just because that's our local track or our closest one. Well, we have Rock Rapids, but um, the short track is just so much more fun, even for us as fans. Just you know, because I said your lap traffic shows up sometimes in three, four laps. You're in lap traffic if you started up front, and it oh, just yeah, makes you know, for such great racing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I don't uh, I don't discriminate. You know, I, I like uh, I like half miles and uh, and short tracks. I like them all. You know, uh, it is, we do have, it is kind of nice, you know, having Houston's back and being able to do this Saturday, Sunday deal and, uh, you know, going from a big, you know, flat half mile yep. like Knoxville and then, you know, going to a high bank short, you know, three eighths like Houston. So, um, you know, to be able to do that, you know, on a weekly basis is a lot of fun. You know, I don't think a lot of people, you know, get to do that drastic of a change from a Friday, Saturday, you know, like Lincoln or, you know, Lincoln and, uh, all those tracks out in Pennsylvania and stuff, you know, they're all Lincoln's about the shortest one they have. And I I think us, I think us guys back in the Midwest would, you know, call it a big track and, you know, it's the short track for them out there. So, uh, you know, for us to be able to do that, I think, you know, it just, it really helps, you know, kind of, kind of hone your skills and, you know, get better and, uh, you know, be able to get those two drastic, you know, different spots there. I think, you know, Houston's is one of those tracks, you know, it'll, it'll make you a driver's track. I, I think it makes you better everywhere you go. Well, that's what I was. That's what I was just going to say. When you go from that drastic of change from a big half mile, big flat half mile to short high bank, it's got to make you a better driver when you do it on a weekly basis. You know, it's got to make the yeah. rest of the track seem easier, almost. You could say, because you're, yeah, you're you know, used to uh, the change. You know, I wouldn't say. You know, I wouldn't say Knoxville's easy to drive, but I mean, compared to other places, I would say it is a little easier to drive. It's very. The thing about Knoxville, you know, even though it might be a little easier to drive, it's very hard to win. It's yep. very hard to get, you know, get a car good enough and get up front and uh, be able to make that speed, you know, consistently for 25 laps uh, to get the job done. But, you know, it is it is a little bit of a freeway sometimes, you know, compared to Houston's or, you know, Tulare, California or, you know, some places like that. But um, I, I really enjoy racing them both and uh, I'm really looking forward to this season. You bet. Hey, we're going to take our first short break here, and we'll be right back. The Laurel Ridge Barn. It can host corporate events, fundraisers, award ceremonies, family reunions, photography studio time, and always weddings. 
This barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um, you can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 47677 Slip Up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip Up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing. All right, we're back with Carson. So um, what are some of the biggest races you've been participating in so far, even your biggest win for you? Uh, you know, um, my biggest win, you know, I've, unfortunately, you know, I don't have a, you know, a big marquee event, you know, that I could say is my biggest win. But, uh, you know, I've had that some ones matter. that that, you know, stand out for me, you know, uh, when I first started racing, uh, sprint cars, you know, uh, uh, my first ever race was at, you know, Knoxville when I was, uh, 16 and, uh, was able to get the win my first night out ever in a sprint car. So that was really cool. That's something I, you know, I'll never forget. And, uh, I, you know, just, um, getting my first 360 win in Knoxville was great. And, uh, you know, we've, uh, there's just been not a, every win feels good, you know, uh, on, Unfortunately, I don't have as many as I'd like to. You know, we've been really stuck at that about two or three win mark a year lately. So we're really trying to bump that up uh, more. But uh, I don't know. You know, uh, I haven't really had a, a win that really, you know, stands out as something that's, uh, you know, really special to me. But uh, I got, you know, a lot of goals that, you know, I'm going for this year. You know, uh, hopefully get my first, uh, you know, 410 win uh, at Knoxville and Houston this year. Uh, that'll be big. And, uh just once we do that, you know, I think once we can just uh, knock off that monkey off our back and get that first one at Knoxville and Houston, it's, uh, and they'll come a little you know, easier after that. Hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so that's, once we can do that, you you get that first one, and anything's possible after that first one. Yeah, you know, we've uh, we've we've been close both places. Now I've been really close at Houston a few times, and uh, you know, we did get a uh, you know a top three and a few top fives at Knoxville last year. You know, Knoxville's just. Uh, Knoxville's just so tough because uh, you got to have a really great car and you got to have, you know, a, an excellent engine program to, yeah. uh, to get the job done there, you know, even on a local night. That's why, you know, racing the short tracks, you know, is uh, is a little better for us sometimes because, you know, it just doesn't always come down to just who's got the most horsepower. But uh, we've, uh, I, I think we got some good, some good engines this year and some, you know, good thunder in between the down tubes this year. So, um, I think we, you know, we can come out and be swinging, you know, with the best of them, even on Saturday night. So I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, I'll just, I'll just say my biggest win hasn't come yet. It's, it's coming soon. Well, that's perfect. So you were talking about the motors. So who is your engine builder then? What motors you guys run then? Uh, so I run, uh, I run riders and moils. I got, you know, four tens, I got rider engines and then moil does my, uh, three sixties. Okay. So, um, got riders and moils, uh, you know, they, both do uh, a great job and uh we've been with them both for a, a really long time so uh, i'm really happy with what they're doing so and I, I think you know we got some fresh boaters you know in the shop right now not as many as i'd like you know we only got the 1410 right now and uh the 1360 but they're both fresh and uh they're both ready to rock so uh, i'm looking forward to hopefully doing some damage with them <laughs> so 
you know, the way things are going with gas, with tire prices, uh, is that going to affect you at all this year? Or you're just going to places no matter what? Um, no, it's definitely, uh, you know, I hate to show any weakness or anything like that, but, uh, you know, hopefully not. Uh, you know, there's definitely, there hasn't been any, uh, you know, things on my schedule that I've crossed off yet, you know, because uh, of all that stuff. But it's going to it's gonna be interesting. It's going to be – it's not going to be fun. You know, we, we went down to Texas with the Outlaws the other day and, you know, spent $5 a gallon diesel, you know, all the way there and all the way back. So that wasn't very much fun. And, um, you know, about a year and a half ago, you know, we were paying $225 for a right rear tire and uh, now we're paying about 300 And uh, I've been told that, you know, it wouldn't be – shocking if we see two or three more price increases on uh on tires this year so it's it's getting crazy you know it's i just i hope we don't see where it gets to where we're spending you know almost 400 bucks you know a tire oh, yeah. uh yep. i mean because it's uh at this rate it very easily uh could get there so and that's going to uh, affect everybody not just the locals i mean that's got to oh, pinch the world of outlaws and even all-stars and so, stuff a little bit so let me ask you this and maybe you can't share or whatever and i don't want you to speak for brent marks but i just saw a few comments you know he had like a piece of tape through the hoosier tire and he didn't wear their neck thing for a lot of the pitchers do you know what any of that's about <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I really don't. Um, <laughs> I, I did see that too. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I do, I do believe in Hoosier. I think Hoosier builds a great tire and, uh, I'll, I'm, I'm really, I'll take Hoosiers, you know, I mean, over the Goodyear days, you know, any day, those Goodyears were trash. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, so I'll, I'll take, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's upset with the tire quality or with the price or, or what the deal is. Um, but, uh, you know, I really don't know if there's anything that anyone can really do about it, you know, so. That's right. Um, yeah. it's, well, there's, you know, a, there's a shortage on everything nowadays, it seems like, with after that whole COVID thing, they got everything screwed up everywhere. Absolutely. They ain't, they ain't just no. racing. But, no, no, it's, it's, it's anything. You ask, you know, or, you know, you try to get anyone to manufacture anything for any business, and it takes six weeks longer and tw- costs twice as much. So, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe he's in some, you know, some feud with Hoosier or his local tire dealer. I, I, I really don't know. But I do think, you know, Hoosier builds a quality product and uh, hopefully this price stuff doesn't last forever. I'm sure the truth will come out on the internet eventually. That's always good. <laughs> it never lies. No, it never lies. I the believe truth it all. is always on the internet. Anything you read on there is so it, it'll come out for sure. <laughs> so... Earlier we talked about you, know, you talked a lot about your family and stuff and with everybody racing in the family how in the world does your mother handle a night like at Houston's <laughs> if you're all three running the same night Uh heck if I know I don't know <laughs> luckily luckily I'm out there and I uh, I I feel bad for her that's for sure um you know especially there's been a few times like you know where all three of us are going at it you know with each other too so I'm sure you that know, ups the stress level a little bit. Yeah, you know, and, you know, me and Austin are, you know, me and my dad have had some, you know, pretty great slide job battles over the years at some few different tracks. And uh, so it's, uh, he usually gets the best of me most of the time. I've beat him a few times, but. Uh, I don't, don't want to brag him up too much, you know. We don't want to. No, do yeah, no, I um, <laughs> I get the best of him every once in a while. And uh, I remember me and him had a, had a really good battle for the, 
the transfer spot of the 360 Nationals prelim night heat race a couple years ago. And and uh, that sucked, to be honest, to be going at it, you know, with yeah. him. And, you know, you're, you're trying to be on kill, but it's, you know, you know, it's your dad. You know, you love him and you want him to do good, too. But it's like, you know, I'm sorry, but I got to go. And, <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I had to chop him pretty hard going into three to keep the transfer spot. And uh, luckily we were able to and it all worked out. But, yeah, I just uh, racing against them, you know, it's it's great. You know, I'm glad that, you know, we all are able to do it and do what we love. But uh, just, uh, you know, when, you know, there's no friends on the racetrack. So, you know, you just got to separate that sometimes. And it's easy to kind of do with friends, but it can be hard with family sometimes. Oh, yeah, definitely. So kind of sticking with the family a little bit here. It, you know, I assume a little bit it, it is a family business, but are you kind of on your own? Is Terry on his own? Austin on his own? I mean, how how do you juggle go all that? about <laughs> getting like sponsors and, you know, trying to get your motors and stuff like that? How, is, yeah, so, uh, you know, me and Austin have been on our own for quite some time now. You know, uh, the, the only year my dad ever owned my team was uh, 2011 when I raced uh, 305s at Knoxville and uh, actually uh, – you know, so he had a 2001 Eagle uh, that was sitting upstairs in my grandpa Leonard's shop that, you know, we put together as cheap as we could. And uh, actually, uh, uh, Darren Pittman's dad has a has a salvage yard and found us a, a block for a 305. And we were able to, you know, throw one together. And we did it that way that year. And, you know, we were able to win a few races in the 305 championship. So that was really cool. But um, ever since then, you know, uh, my dad was just like, hey, you know, um, you know, I'd love to take you guys racing, and I'd take you racing every single week if I could, but, uh, you know, we'd be living in a van down by the river, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know. Sleeping in the hauler. So, you know, uh, you know, he's a race car driver himself, you know, we're not out here, you know, you know, making millions of dollars or anything like that, so, you know, he had to do what he had to do to, you know, make sure to, you know, provide for the family, so, you know, me and Austin, uh, have been had to do it ourselves ever since and uh it's been definitely it's been challenging at times uh you know just rides are very few and far between these days you know especially ones that can compete on the level that you want to and yep. and even you know and the ones that you know that are out there you know are you know they're not really going to take a chance on a young kid who's never hardly raced before so um so we've had to you know just kind of do it our own way ever since and so I, I bounced around rides for, you know, a while, basically all the way from 2012 to 2019. Uh, you know, I just jumped at anybody's car that would, you know, let me bolt my seats in. And I decided to, to take a chance and start my own team in, in 2019. And uh, it's been going pretty good ever since then. You know, we've, uh, you know, won a couple of 360 championships and, you know, I've have won some races and had some success. So. But, uh, yeah, we're, me and Austin, we're just, you know, all three of us are three separate, you know, entities, and uh, we're just all trying to make it work. So who is, I assume you rent quite a bit on your car. Are you the crew chief, too, or who is your crew chief? No, uh, I'm, we're, all the, we're all the crew chiefs on our own cars. Uh, you know, uh, I've actually, I've never, I've never had a crew guy until this, this past year uh, I picked up uh, his name's Kyle Paddock. Uh, he's from New York, actually, a good buddy of mine, and uh, he's gonna he's been out here. He's gonna work for us this year. But uh, you know, um, my dad works on his own car, and then you know has uh, a few buddies or you know a few guys you know at Knoxville and Houston that show up, and uh, you know when 
and now I got my one hired guy, but, you know, usually, no, we just all take care of our own cars during the week and then, you know, have our weekend warriors come and, you know, help us out at the racetrack. That's, that keeps you busy during the week then. You don't have to look for stuff yeah, to do. Absolutely. No. And, uh, it's not, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really busy even when we don't crash. And then, you know, if a couple <laughs> of us crash or something like that, then, then, you know, it's a really quick turnaround, but it's, um, I mean, it's a, it's a fun life. Um, I'm sure we could probably, you know, go make more money, you know, doing something else. But uh, I wake up every day and I love what I do. So I'm just going to keep doing it as long as I can. That, that's worth a lot <laughs> to love what you do. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we're going to take another break and we'll be right back. DRG Mechanical in Leicester, Iowa. They can help you with whole house geothermal systems for heat, air, and hot water, leak repair, regular furnace and air conditioner maintenance, home comfort evaluation and system load analysis, construction and remodel planning assistance, new features for your kitchen and bathroom. They do it all. They are amazing. Uh, I'd even like to say that I used to work with them back when I was in high school and in college. Um, just an absolute great company. Loved working with Dan Gerber, Davey Roman. Um, just absolutely great, great people and a very well-run business. Give them a call. 1-800-745-6970. They have more locations than just Leicester, Iowa. Um, but that's the one that I call home because there's no better place than Leicester, Iowa. All right, and we're back. Um, so as you know, obviously, you maybe get into it with somebody on the track. Um, they maybe thought they were past you and they took you out. How, how long do you remember that? Do you forget it that night? What's, what's kind of Carson's... You know, do you just mentality put it in the, that way? Yeah, you put it in the backbone, and then I'll let you answer uh, that. Then I have a follow up one with that. You know, luckily, uh, luckily, I really haven't had that happen too many times uh, in my career where I really got wheeled or I really got junked. Uh, I really try to look ahead and be the best I can, and you know, not put myself in in bad positions. But you know, sometimes you know you just get clobbered or you know just didn't see it coming or whatever. But um, but I just, I always say, you know, uh, I race people, you know, the way they race me. So, you know, if you race me clean and respectful, you know, I'm going to race you the same way back. But, you know, if, uh, every time we're racing uh, against each other, you try to stick me in the fence, then, you know, I'm not going to be as nice back to you. So I just, I race people the way they race me and, uh, you know, but, uh, you don't, um, you kind of got to pull a tear off on that stuff sometimes. And, uh, you know, um. I mean, a lot of times, anytime it's really happened to me, you know, uh, they've came over and apologized and stuff, which doesn't always, doesn't always help, but it, you know, it, it kind of does, you know, so. Well, not that um, night anyhow, maybe a day or yeah, two later. Yeah, not that night, no, uh, <laughs> you definitely, that's a, that's a Monday morning phone call better probably, but, um, but, uh, I try not to, you know, you really, I think to be successful racing, you, you know, you really got to stay calm, cool. And, yeah. uh, you know, hitting your mark. So to be going out there with a vengeance or anything like that, I think it's just going to cause you to make more mistakes. 
And you can't be wrecking your equipment, making them mistakes when you're mad because it costs too damn much to fix anything. Exactly, exactly. So, no, you want uh, you got to stay cool. And, uh, you know, the best revenge is always success. So, uh, you know, if people want to race me that way, you know, I just want to come back and just, you know, smoke them the next weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And this one I just kind of need to ask because it's kind of like, you know, if somebody did something to my brother, you know, I would be all over them. (laughs) <laughs> what what's that like for you and your brother and your dad i mean if something happens to one of them i assume all three of you have that person's back not oh oh yeah for sure you know uh you know my dad's my hero my brother's my best friend so you know I'm, i always got their back uh for sure uh you know um definitely I, it can i think i get more nervous or more frustrated you know, watching those guys race than, you know, I do with my own or, you know, if they get, if they get screwed over by a bad call or, or somebody taking them out or something like that, you know, I think I get more mad about that than I would if it happened to me. So it's just, uh, uh, you know, it's just that, you know, family instinct kicks, you know, kicks in and, you know, you want to, you want them to do as good as possible. Of course, I want them to run third and, you know, me win, but, uh, you know, you still want them to, to do as well as possible and, and uh, I know how much they put into their race cars also, you know, as much as me, if not more. So, um, you know, I want them to be successful too. So, you know, if something happens to them, yeah, I'm of course going to be, you know, uh, defensive or, you know, anything like that. But I, uh, I, you know, I, you just, you just want them to do good also, but just not as good as me. Yeah. <laughs> one, one spot behind Carson's a good spot. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> so, you already talked about Houston's and Knoxville this year. So what are your plans? You got other races planned for the year? I mean, you're going to run 360 and 410 at Knoxville or just one class or? Uh, you know, so the 410 will be our main focus. Uh, you know, we were we went down to East Bay uh, last couple of weeks and got the race down to Florida and then, you know, went to Texas for those outlaw shows. So that was fun. And then uh, uh, we'll try to hit up as much stuff outside of that you know, Knoxville, Houston's thing as we can, you know, we'll be at, uh, all the Jackson shows and, uh, some Cedar Lake, Granite City, you know, uh, some, some hit or miss, you know, pretty much anything, you know, outlaw IRA style that, you know, we can go to on a Friday night or something like that. Um, that's within our, you know, reasonable amount, you know, Granite City, Illinois, I think got a race with the outlaws on April 22nd. Uh, that's one of my favorite tracks. So we're going to try to hit there and then, Cedar Lake and uh, a few different tracks, you know, I-80. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to race. Uh, we just raced last weekend, last uh, Saturday. I raced uh, Cody Ledger's car in the three sixties up at I-80. I think we got about uh, four or five more races, uh, three sixty shows at I-80 that I'm going to do in their car. So uh, I'm excited for that. You know, they're a great family and got a great team. And uh, we didn't get the result we wanted to last Saturday, you know, it laid rubber and we, we made some uh, some bad calls, uh, you know, on the setup to you know compensate for the rubber, but it it, it didn't work. So um, we'll try to get better with them. But you know, we got a we got a pretty you know exciting season. I think uh, I think by the end of it, you know, we're probably going to race about you know fifty five, sixty times with about forty five of them being uh, four ten shows. I mean, and that's that's really really great for. I think Midwest Spring Car Racing right now is, you know, you can run about 40 to almost 50, 410 shows, uh, you know, without pretty much leaving Iowa or South Dakota or Missouri. So, 
I mean, there's just uh, there's a lot of racing around here, and uh, and you can make it work. So I'm really excited for it. You mentioned Cody Ledger. Um, just side note here, but how's he doing? I mean, is he going to be able to come back this year, or how's that looking? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's doing really good. He's back. Uh, he's back to work at his day job. Uh, he's an electrician. And he's uh, back to work doing that. And uh, I think right now his plan is to come back at the end of August, early September. Uh, you know, he got hurt at Houston there, yep. uh, I believe, you know, right around there, uh, you know, early September. And they told him, you know, to wait at least, uh, you know, one year before he gets back in the car. So, uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure he's itching, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, I w- no, I wouldn't be shocked, uh, you know, if you saw Cody back out in the 35L, you know, at the end of the season. Good. Good to hear. What, what, uh... What would be ten years down the road? What what's the future hold for you, Carson? Well, hopefully, ten years down the road, we're having this same conversation on this podcast, talking about all the championships and races. That would work. There we go. That would be awesome. That's the goal right now. Is you know to be on the wall at Hoagie's Garage, you know. But um, you know, I just I want to just keep racing and uh, and uh, but you know I don't want to I don't want to just race just the race. You know, I I want to win and. Uh, I want to be successful, win championships, and then, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the goal is always to get to the world of outlaws. You know, I think that's everybody's goal, and that's in sprint car racing. You know, it's the it's the highest you can go. It's the you know baddest of the bad, and and that's who we want to be. You know, if uh, you know to be you know the best in the Midwest, you know, would obviously be great. But you know, we want to, you know, we want to be with the best uh, in the world every night. So, you know, that's the goal. The goal is to keep building up this team and. Uh, you know, uh, just get as many races and laps, you know, as we can and, and start winning races and start, you know, moving towards, you know, uh, a touring series. That'd be great. And, yeah, hopefully people aren't tired of listening to us. Maybe we'll still be doing this 10 years from now. <laughs> I hope so. I'll be I told mean, to keep pushing by then. But I'll be told to push, but I can keep my mouth flapping, I'm sure. <laughs> Anybody that knows me will tell you that. Um, now, you know, we always like to give the guy a chance, but – who are your sponsors, your main sponsors? You know, throw them out there, and how do they support you? Uh, you know, we got a lot of great partners, uh, you know, on this deal. A lot of them have stuck with me, you know, the last few years. Uh, you know, uh, Jetco, uh, Bonnie Motorsports, uh, Rob Seco, uh, Jeremy Scadden Constructions, uh, you know, from up there in Sioux Falls, uh, Prosper Real Estate Investments, uh, DeBert Concrete, Metro White Care, City Vending. You know, I just got a, I got a lot of people – you know, boss my poultry from up there in Sibley. You know, I just got a lot of people on this car, and uh, it, it, it takes so much these days to, you know, uh, to have the budget to build a successful race team. And um, you know, right now, I I, I think we're close. Uh, you know, do we have the budget of uh, you know a Brian Brown or, or someone like that? No, but uh, we're making. But I think we spent you know our money all in the right places and. And, you know, got ourselves a really fast race car. So I'm excited. And I can't thank, you know, every single, you know, every single sticker on this car, uh, you know, means the world to me to, you know, put their faith, you know, behind me to come out and uh, and win races. And I uh, I really hope we can go out there and do that for them. Yeah, not not everybody's as lucky as Brian Brown to get all that money thrown at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hopefully we can uh, we can put him down a peg this year in Knoxville and uh, – and get some of that Casey's money. There you there's, go. There's a, that's a good goal to have. Uh, uh, besides, besides your dad here, when you were growing up, who was your favorite driver? Um, 
I would probably have to say, geez, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a really tough question for me because, you know, my whole life, you know, I went to the races, you know, and, uh, and everyone was our competitor. You know, I wanted to, you know, wanted to beat everybody. So there was no one I liked. But uh, I would say the one person that, you know, uh, would have to be probably Darren Pittman. He, he's uh, been a really good family friend uh, throughout, uh, you know, my whole life and stuff like that. So, and, you know, a really good friend of my, my parents and, uh, you know, a lot of fun memories back in the day, you know, when I was a kid and him and my dad were on the outlaw tour. And uh, so uh, he he's one guy that, you know, if we're not racing against them, you know, that's what I'm cheering for. Absolutely. So we got just some rapid fire speed questions, whatever you want to call them. They're simple, easy questions. We'll just throw them out there at you quick. Um, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Vanilla. I'm basic. Cat or dog person? Dog. Um, do you have any other hobbies other than racing? Washing racing. That's it. <laughs> and that's easy to do now. We keep talking about dirt vision and flow. You can watch races every day. <laughs> Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Uh, Almost Famous. What's the first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning? Oh, heck, I don't know. Water, I guess. <laughs> you prefer snow or rain? Uh, neither, but rain, I guess. It, so kind of going with that, would you rather it be 105 degrees or 5 degrees? I'd rather it be 205 degrees than 5 degrees. Ooh. I hate the cold. There you go. I'll take the hot all day. Uh, favorite place to go out to eat at? Oh, that would be, well, that's a local spot here in Des Moines. It's called Latin King. So uh, you guys probably never heard of it. It's just a one-off spot out here. But Latin King, Des Moines, Iowa. We're, we're going to start writing these down. Yeah, or... so we can go there. <laughs> we get down that way. We at least go to Knoxville for the Nationals or whatever. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's on, the east, it's on the east side of Moy. Google it. It's the best. All right. Because me, me and the wife are going to take a little three, four-day trip down into Iowa this year just to see the things we never stop and look at. And we'll have to maybe put well, that you know, on the list. Well, I hope you're stopping at the front row challenge, you know, on Monday there, uh, the Nationals <laughs> week. Well, we might be able to do that, too. We'll see what time <laughs> I, I get her to go down there. <laughs> I hope uh, so. What's your favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas. Would you rather do laundry or go shopping? Uh, shopping. Alex, true. At least I get some new stuff. <laughs> uh, um, what is your favorite thing to eat? Uh, lasagna. Oh, that's different. Probably at the restaurant you mentioned, the Latin. Absolutely. Uh, how many speeding tickets do you got? Ooh, um... You can lie yeah, about this like, if you don't want mom and dad to know. We don't care. Oh, I'm, I'm old enough. They can know. Uh, <laughs> I think probably only two. I think maybe two speeding tickets my whole life. Wow, that's, well, that's pretty that's good. Really good. What's, what's the fastest you've ever gone on the highway? Oh, probably about 112. You know, that governor on the old trailblazer will get you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a wrap on our end, yeah. Carson. We're so thankful for you to be on our show. Hey, no problem, guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the old propane pusher this year. Yeah, we'll, we'll stop in and say hi on Mother's Day if you're there. Oh, I'll, I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> and maybe you can twist your dad's arm and your brother's arm. We can get them on sometime, too. 
Absolutely. I'll do my best. Thanks, boys. All, All right. right. Thanks, Take Carson. Take care. Good luck this year. Thank you. Bye-bye. Lester Days 2022 is August 20th. Put that on your calendar. It's going to be another great year. Um, you know, last year we had a smoking competition, and we're going to do that again. We had fire truck rides. We had a uh, little kid uh, tractor pull, uh, golf ball drop. Um, you know, we're, we're going to add some things that we think are going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, we're going to, I think, have a glow run on Friday night, the night before. So just a bunch of fun things that are going on in the great village of Leicester, Iowa. Come and enjoy the day with us in Leicester. Hey, Toll, that was another good show. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. And we got a connection maybe on a couple more. <laughs> You'll talk to dad and brother. and You just never know. No. Well, it's all about getting the name out there, you know, as long as people are still listening to us. You know, we'll get it to keep doing this, I guess. He kind of said if we got his dad on, we might have to have like a three-hour well, show. We might have to take a potty break or something <laughs> then once in a while. I quit drinking Pepsi while I'm doing this. Oh, but no, seriously, a huge thanks to Carson McCarl. Um, you know, great job. Yeah, we're we're uh, so excited to watch him up at Houston's and. He's going to get his first win this year. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. have a doubt in my mind. He's that, improved a lot the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're looking forward to it. And the days are numbered now before we get a goal. We're getting there. Mother's <laughs> Day is around the corner. Take but care. Don't, don't forget your mother's on that day either. That, yeah. you got to remember Take that. Take care of the most important first yep, and yep. then have fun at night. Yep. So, all right. Take, Take care, care, everyone.